Welcome to another episode of Itzel versus Mustafa Sports Talk. I'd like to welcome the few listeners that we have uh, listened to our podcast. Um, for those of you who are listening, we appreciate every single one of you guys. Please go to our YouTube channel, Hossein Bros. Listen to our podcast, like, share, and subscribe, and spread the word. And also follow us on Hossein Bros. Twenty Three on Instagram. Man, today we got a doozy of a topic today. I don't know how many of you have watched the past two events of the UFC, but they didn't end the way any any viewer wanted it to end, nor the fighters wanted it to end. Now I'll pass it on to my brother Mustafa to continue. Yeah, there were two good fights. Unfortunately, they ended in a terrible, terrible fashion. Um, so the Peter Yan Algerman Sterling fight was a t- championship fight, a five round fight. It ended by a legal knee, which uh, Peter Yan did to Algerman Sterling. So Algerman Sterling actually won the title. And the Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards fight ended in a controversial eye poke. The eye poke was so bad that they had to take um, Bilal Muhammad straight to the hospital after. And I hope both of them are okay, Algerman Sterling and Bilal Muhammad. And I hope they recover quick so they can fight and get back to the top again. So we, the UFC actually needs to do something about the rules or clearer rules in fact or they need to chain the gloves so a lot of fights stop or the person gets injured from eye pokes and no one really understands the rule of the downed opponent knee in many fights a downed opponent gets need and sometimes it counts as a disqualification sometimes it counts as a no contest um like mighty mouse was saying if you if you guys know mighty mouse um former ufc champion one of the greatest of all time he was saying they should allow knees. It doesn't matter if the person is down or not. So the UFC needs to do something about this. Um, I, I don't completely agree with Mighty Mouse that you should allow knees from anywhere. But the gloves need to change or the rules need to change. Something needs to change for these fights to stop ending in sub, such terrible fashion. And f- especially for fighter safety. So I'll just pass it back to my brother and we'll get a more in detail in this. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, uh, I remember a few years back, uh, a legendary coach, Trevor Whitman, designed a glove that didn't allow your hands, your fingers to stretch out fully. And I even remember old pride gloves uh, didn't really allow you to stretch out your fingers and extend them fully out. And I think they need to switch the UFC gloves to either those pride gloves or maybe the gloves that, uh, uh, that Trevor created. That he, I believe, I have heard first. I heard him first introduce those on the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, but I'm not sure where where he first introduced those. I think like that would make a huge difference. That may affect the grappling a bit, but you know, fights ending with eye poke, I believe, is a bigger issue. Especially like if you look at the old Pride gloves, people are still grappling very well back then too. So I think if they bring in gloves like that, where you're not allowed or you can't extend your fingers fully or it's very difficult for you to extend your fingers fully where you need to put a lot more effort in order to do it i think that would prevent a lot of these eye pokes and hopefully you know uh, in the future you can uh, you might not you're never going to get completely get rid of eye pokes but you can decrease it to a point where such important fights like this don't end in such ways and of course eye pokes are extremely dangerous especially to the long-term health of fighters and you know, like we witnessed in the DC Stipe Miocic fight where Stipe was eye-poked a few times and he had to go get eye surgery done. 
and you know it can be much more devastating than that where you may not be able to repair in the long term a damage that's caused by eye pokes throughout a fighter's career so definitely for the health of the fighters definitely for the fans who you know they don't want to see fights end like this i think we need to use different gloves i think the mma the ufc needs to adapt to different gloves and hopefully they will because they have a design glove by Trevor Whitman and they have you know other gloves that they see I think even Bellator gloves and the old pride gloves are a lot harder to extend your fingers so I'm going to pass it over and see what you have to say about it more than the gloves that need to be changed is I think the referees need to be more strict on the rules because if you remember that fight Leon Edwards poked him earlier in the fight as well in the first round, I believe. But it wasn't as bad. So they, if he, if the referee took the point away right then, he would be more hesitant to put his hands out like that again. So I think right away, they need to take away a point. Even if he doesn't poke the person in the eye and he has his hands in that position where it can potentially poke someone in the eye, the referee needs to either give him a warning or take a point away. So the fighter is scared to keep his hands out like that. So that's the best way, in my opinion, to stop eye pokes. It will never get 100% clear, but more than the gloves, because Dana's not going to accept Trevor Whitman's gloves because he's not going to get paid. So I don't think the gloves are changing anytime soon. <laughs> Unless they design their own gloves, then, or, they, or they take his idea and adapt it a bit. But I think for now, before they change the gloves, they need to the officials and the referees need to be more strict on the rules. We're gonna, we're gonna focus now on does Bilal Muhammad deserve a rematch or does Leon Edwards need to move on and fight someone else? Well, I completely agree with you, but I think you know the UFC can make it back by just giving Bilal Muhammad a rematch. I think he deserves a rematch. I hope he gets a rematch and I hope it's really soon. I hope Leon Edwards agrees to it because after the fight in the post fight conference, of course, he was apologetic, but it didn't seem like he's going to give a rematch. He was saying he's not going to give a rematch. I mean, I really hope the UFC forces him to give a rematch because I do believe Bilal Muhammad deserves a rematch. Um, I think that's a bunch of crap. Why would Leon Edwards give him a rematch? It makes no sense. He's Bilal Muhammad's not even top 10 ranked. Leon Edwards should be fighting for a title shot, but just because... Horan Masvidov is a bigger draw. He's getting a rematch for a title shot. But otherwise, Leon Edwards is on an eight-fight win streak. Wait, wait, hold on. You really think Bilal Muhammad doesn't deserve a rematch? No. Because Leon Edwards has nothing to um, gain from it. Well, he had nothing to gain from it before the fight. Why did he take the fight? Because he's been off for almost two years. And he needed some, like, he needed, like, an exhibition fight. This was kind of like an exhibition fight. An exhibition fight he could potentially lose. He was dominating the first round. I don't see him losing. Well, that makes no sense. There's so many fighters that dominated the first round, the first four rounds, the first five rounds and lost towards the end. Do you not remember Chael Sonnen and Anderson Silva's first fight? Where Chael Sonnen dominated Anderson Silva and lost to a triangle choke towards the end of the fight where everyone thought he was going to win. You don't remember Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor? Where Conor McGregor was dominating Nate Diaz but got fatigued and lost. But that's because that's his gas tank. He doesn't have the stamina. Leon Edwards don't get tired. Well, he was off for two years. He could have easily been tired in the later rounds. He could have easily had a fatigue like that. And he could have easily lost that fight. Bilal Muhammad deserves a rematch because the fight wasn't won by anyone. 
It's a no contest. Okay, he he deserves a rematch, but Leon Edwards should not give him a rematch because it doesn't help his stock. He does not move up or down. So well, I completely disagree with that. It does help his uh, his stock. Leon Edwards was like a crop field in a drought. No fighter wanted to fight Leon Edwards. He was never going to get a title shot without Bilal Muhammad's fight. It's not like he was lined up for a title shot next. He's in a drought. He's a crop field in a drought. The fighter, Bilal Muhammad, stepped up and decided to water the field. All right? You need fighters to take the fight for you to grow and get to the position of being able to become a champion or being able to fight for the championship. All right? So I don't know what you're talking about. Without Bilal Muhammad, Leon Edwards wasn't getting a fight. He was in a drought and he was never going to grow as the crop to get the title shot. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You could just stick to simple terms. But you have to be all extra. But realistically, he does not deserve... Uh, he deserves a rematch, but he shouldn't get one. Leon Edwards needs to fight for a title next. He's eight-fight win streak. Who else in the division has eight-fight win streak? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Leon Edwards, you're saying, deserved a title shot way before Bilal Muhammad's fight. But he took this fight. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have taken the fight then. Why Why give him a title? What makes him so much, so deserving to a title shot after this fight? Because he was winning the fight. And first, this guy might be off for a few months, like maybe four or five months to recover from his injury. Now they have Usman and Masvidal booked, even though he doesn't deserve the fight because he just lost to him recently. And it's just because he's a bigger draw. So he's going to be off. Leon Edwards is going to be off till early next year, maybe. Well, you don't know what's going to happen with the Usman and uh, Masvidal fight. They they could both be injured after that fight and be out for a year. Like, he could get eye poked in that fight and maybe need an eye surgery. Hopefully it never happens. Yeah, but, but he, he should not fight Bilal again. He should fight a ranked opponent in the top five. Maybe a Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. But that's the problem. No one wants to fight him. No ranked opponent wants to fight Leon Edwards. Why would Stephen Thompson fight Leon Edwards? Makes no sense. Of course it does. He's a tough opponent. And if he wins, he might get a title shot. Well, if he just waits for Leon Edwards to get a title shot and Leon Edwards loses, Stephen Thompson's going to get the next title shot anyways because no one's left. Other than the rematch with Kamaru Usman, if, let's say, Usman beats Masvidal, actually fights Leon Edwards next, beats uh, Leon Edwards, or even loses to Leon Edwards, gets his rematch, then Stephen Thompson is next. There's no one left. Why would Stephen Thompson take the risk of fighting Leon Edwards? You should give it to Bilal Muhammad because the way it ended. Not, that's why he deserves the rematch and I, I think he should get the immediate rematch it doesn't matter how long it takes to recover Leon Edwards is waiting anyways for this fight to take place he can wait and have the rematch okay. I mean I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the UFC does hopefully he gets a rematch hopefully he recovers you know it sucks for both guys but you know I also really wanted to discuss that Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan fight um, for those of you who haven't watched it uh, great fight it was it was a great fight until Peter Yan decided to illegally knee Aljamain Sterling while he was a down opponent. Um, apparently, according to Herb Dean, he was also warned. He also told that Aljamain Sterling was a down opponent, so he knew and he decided to still knee him. Um, the fight was uh, ended in a disqualification, and Peter Yan lost his title. Um, you know, I think like definitely I agree with the disqualification. But I think they need to change that rule. 
Um, if any of you have kept up, I, I remember Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, said that that rule needs to change. They should allow an opponent to be need as a downed opponent. And I, I couldn't agree more. I, I definitely couldn't agree more because I don't think it makes a difference. If you knee an opponent that's standing or kick a knee or, or, or kick an opponent that's standing or knee an opponent while he's down. The knee and kick is doing the same amount of damage whether he's a downed opponent or he's standing up. As long as a, a fighter can intelligently defend himself, I think you should allow it. It's a fight. That might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That might just be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. How is it the same thing? How is it the same thing? What are you talking about? It's the same amount of damage. If you get kneed in the head while you're down, getting up on your knees. Well, you're on your knees, you're trying to get up and I knee you in your head. Or I knee you in a clinch where I'm allowed to knee you. Where Either way, you haven't defended this knee. How does it make a difference? Because you can defend yourself when you're standing. When you're getting up or you're down, it's almost impossible to defend yourself when you're trying to stand up. How's he going to defend the knee? Well, he would if it was allowed in the UFC. He would train for that. But it's do you do you remember Pride where they were allowed to run up and soccer kick you in the face as you're getting up? Do you not remember there's no more Pride? That's the reason. <laughs> there's no more Pride. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, but you know, listen to me. Listen to me. It's a fight. It's a fight. If you allow that in the rules of UFC, fighters will train for that moment. Just like they did when in the in the Pride days. When they were allowed to stomp on your face when you're on the ground, they're allowed to kick you as a down opponent or knee you as a down opponent, people train for that. They block that. It's a fight and it should be allowed. It makes no sense why it's not allowed. Safety comes first, always. There's a reason why pride is not there anymore. Because it was, it was too violent. All the athletic commissions can't allow fights like that to happen. There has to be a certain level of safety for these fighters. You can't just allow anything to happen. Then it becomes a street fight. No, it's a street fight if you allow eye gouging, biting, scratching, low blows. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the same kick and knee you land when you're standing, you should be allowed to land to a down opponent. It does the same damage. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. That's not a street fight. It's still a sanctioned fight. It's still two athletes going at it, not two brawlers uh, fighting. They're still trained, skilled athletes. It's still an athletic event. It's not a fight, but at the end of the day, yes, it is a fight. Yes, it is a fight, and you should allow something like that. It doesn't make any sense. It's too dangerous of a sport to allow that. They can't defend themselves when they're trying to get up. It's almost impossible. It's very, very difficult to do. It's already too, too dangerous, as it is. There's so many fights uh, called off because injuries in training camps. If you allow this, the person might not fight for a whole year instead of fighting every three or four months. Well, that's just a hypothetical situation. That he could not fight for a whole year based on his jaw being broken. His or her, or her jaw being broken due to a legal punch or a kick. Yeah, but do, yeah. do, you, do you remember the Holly Holmes kick to Ronda Rousey where she broke her jaw? Yeah, but that's, uh, that was legal. Exactly my point. Had she done that same kick while... Uh, Ronda Rousey was down. It wouldn't have made a difference in the damage it caused. Yeah, but Ronda Rousey could kind of defend herself in this one. If she was getting up, she would have a very difficult time to defend herself. Well, she didn't defend herself because she was still t had her back turned to her and was running away, trying to run away you from Rousey Holmes. You can't defend everything, but you got to put some rules in place. Otherwise, it's just like two people fighting on the street. I don't know, man. I think Demetrius Johnson knows better than both of us. And if a prize fighter like that 
probably one of the greatest of all time fighters like that is telling you you should allow knees and kicks to a down opponent because it is a fight at the end of the day. I mean, I I fully agree with him. I hope the UFC does change that rule because again, you don't want to fight to end like that. I agree. I, again, I feel for Aljamain Sterling because he did. It's in the rules, and he, he should have been disqualified, Peter Yan. And I'm glad he was disqualified, but I think that rule needs to change. Well, I guess this guy doesn't give a damn about fighter safety. Well, that's not true. I just think it's a fight, and those knees should be allowed. That shouldn't be a rule. I really hope Aljamain Sterling recovers. He has no long-term damage from this. And I really hope Bilal Muhammad recovers. And we'll see what the UFC decides to do next. We'll see what steps they take to change maybe the gloves or change the rule. And if they give Bilal Muhammad a rematch or not, I'm not too sure. But we'll see and we'll wait and see what happens. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Hussein Bros. And please follow us at Hussein Bros 23 on Instagram. If you like this video, please share it with your friends. Spread the word. Thank you for all your love and support. Uh, please take care of yourselves. Stay home. Stay safe. And as always, this has just been Sports Talk from two Canucks up north, eh?